What's going on guys? It's Nick here, back with another video. It's Monday, it's new time, and it's time for the Mock Draft Monday. We're gonna do two this week. We're gonna do um, a standard scoring one, because a lot of you have been asking for that. That one will come second. First, we're gonna do a half PPR Mock Draft. Figured I'd do both, because some people just don't care at all about standards. So, watch both if you want player analysis for everything. Uh, but the first one's half PPR. Second, we're gonna go back and do a standard scoring one. Before we do that though, uh, we had some questions submitted, the ones go over. Uh, if you don't care about this, I'll put on the screen or you can always see uh, timestamps at the bottom in the description as well. Uh, you can see exactly when the mock drafts start. It'll only be like a few minutes, but figured I'd go over these ones really quick. Uh, first one was asking about advanced metrics, what ones do you look at. Uh, for the most part, uh, you really wanna just focus on any sort of advanced metric that is volume-based, just figuring out who is getting the most volume. Uh, a lot of times you can get efficiency metrics where it's like, wow, this player is really, really good. And what it just means is maybe they have a low sample size. Maybe they had one really long play and they look hyper efficient. Then you see the volume go up and you're like, oh yeah, they're probably not going to average, you know, 21 yards per reception their entire career. So um, I would say any sort of like targets per route run is good because um, you're just saying like when you're running routes, how many targets you're getting. But obviously uh, someone like... Um, Drake London, I guess, for example, uh, someone on a lower volume passing offense is going to have a higher number for that. Um, someone like Christian Watson, let's say, was insanely efficient on a per route basis, but you can't just extrapolate that over an entire season and be like, oh, wow, if he gets, you know, 100 targets, he's going to be the wide receiver one overall. Not exactly how things work, uh, but any sort of efficiency metric or any sort of volume metric is good to look at. Um, I would just say, in season we're really looking at like target share targets per route run and then for running backs volume uh there is a stat i can't think of off, off the top of my head i'll try to put that in the description box about down below i think it's like tryp maybe uh but basically like converting you know carries and targets looking at like um high value touches things like that high value touches honestly is a really good one if you know the percent of their touches that are high value touches how many high value touches you're getting per game that's like receptions you know um that's like carries near the goal line things like that those are the best ones to look at um best source for training camp news is always 32 beat writers on twitter um i go through and also retweet what i think is most important if you follow 32 beat writers you're going to get everything even the things that maybe you don't care all that much about or that don't really matter all that much i if you follow me on twitter or x i guess now uh, you can probably see that on the screen or in the description somewhere it's somewhere in the description um just nick zilak ffa um i retweet what i think is most important so if you want only that you'd follow me if you want everything fall 32 b raiders um how to evaluate rookies i use a combination of um basically expert film grinders with my own analysis into the next one which is modeling uh, and i combine them both you can't just look at numbers you can't just look at what like film experts say because no one knows exactly what's going to happen you got to blend the two of them together and be like okay my model likes them but they hate them or they hate them but my model likes them oh here's a player where my model is in love with this player and the film experts are in love with them. Maybe they're going to end up being pretty decent. So you got to have kind of a balance of those two. Uh, and then again, what are models? Um, person asks, how do you make them? Um, when I talk about models, this is different for everyone. Some people talk about like Excel when they're doing models. I don't really count that. Um, I use machine learning for my models. So it's basically saying, okay, here is data from a bunch of different wide receivers. We'll talk about my wide receiver uh, prospect model. You basically say, okay, here's 20 years worth of data for how good wide receivers have produced. And here's a bunch of data on 
you know, how good they were in college, a few different metrics. They're like target share in college, how, like their actual stat lines in college, per game numbers, just things like that, very basic stuff. Um, maybe some like athletic measurements, maybe where they went in the draft. You put all that together and you train a machine learning model to say, okay, these are all the stats from this player and here's how they did. And you cycle through, you know, hundreds, preferably like millions, but you don't have that for football. Uh, but you cycle through hundreds or thousands of those. And then you say, okay, build me a model and predict what this draft class is going to do. That's what I talk about when I say modeling. That's the process I go through for evaluating rookies is I have those numbers. Then I look at what the experts are saying and I see, you know, who matches on different ones. So those are the questions. Any other questions uh, definitely come on Tuesday. So tomorrow, live, 6.30 Eastern on YouTube. We'll go uh, We'll go live. We'll answer all the questions you guys have there. So first up is going to be half PPR. Uh, for those of you who didn't care about the questions, uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, I did not look back and see what we've done recently, but I know for a fact we've done a few early ones and a few turn picks. So let's get something sort of in the middle. Um, like anything like five, okay, yeah, five, six, seven, eight, we would have accepted. Um, might do two mid ones. Maybe we'll do five in this one and then like the nine pick maybe for the standard scoring one. Maybe we'll do those two. Um, I want to do everything standard in this one. So two running back, two wide receiver, one tight end, one flex, seven bench, one defense, no kicker. Wonderful. Um, we are going to take off ESPN. We did ESPN last time. Um, I think I'm just going to do composite ADP for the first one and then maybe... I don't know. I don't really actually want to do a specific site's ADP for the other ones. We might just do composite for both of them. As always, rookies on high and quarterbacks on high, as is the case with all of our drafts. So we'll start that. Half PPR. I'll put my half PPR rankings on the left if you want access to my half PPR rankings for free. Ooh, I don't like how they do this. Yeah, he's probable for week one. I don't like how they put injury stuff into this sometimes because uh, especially if you guys have ever played on um on DraftKings, whenever someone has a q next in their name uh you can expect like five percent lower ownership on that player people just avoid those tags uh for cup i mean yeah he's 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 gonna be fine anyways um if you want access to my rankings for free you sign up for your first underdog account using promo code ffa deposit at least 10 bucks once you do that the following morning you'll get an email from me with login information, you'll get all the draft rankings and then all the underdog content I make all season long and also access to a new page I posted. If you did not see it this weekend, uh, my like must draft players, basically, I think it's 60, maybe my 60 favorite players. You could literally, if you wanted to, and not even use rankings, if you don't feel like using rankings, you should, um, but you could just print off those pages and be like, I'm going to try and draft as many of these players as possible. So those are my favorite picks. Uh, I posted that in a table on the site. So what do we got here? Draft board, Jefferson, McCaffrey, Chase, Eckler, a very standard first four at the five pick, high drafted players here. Uh, we are basically choosing between uh, Cooper Cup, Bijan Robinson, Nick Chubb, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey. That's really all it's in consideration here. I'm not going to go Kelsey this early. Um, I have Cup over Tyree Kill, so Cup would be the pick at wide receiver. And then I have Bijan over Nick Chubb, so it would either be Bijan or Cooper. I get asked this question a lot. What do you do in this spot? And the answer is you do a bunch of mock drafts and you figure out what you like. Uh, many of you come to me with that question. You're like, do I still take um, Cup? So Cup is first in the rankings right now, right ahead of Bijan. Uh, it's very, very close in the projection, but Cup is first. And I believe he's probably who I'll take with this pick. But you'll ask me that and they would be like, okay, but I hate my teams when I take Cup um, because I really want to lock in that first running back. 
If you're making a move at pick number four overall that's causing you to hate your team, or five overall, don't make that pick. Like, if you prefer your team with running back in the first round, take Bijan, take Nick Chubb, take Saquon Barkley, take one of these players that's, like, close, you know, to where you're picking. Uh, Don't, you know, take, like, Saquon at pick five here. But, like, if you like your team more starting running back, take Bijan and just figure it out from there. Um, I think Cooper Cup is incredible. I think he's going to have an amazing year. I'm going to take Cooper Cup with this pick. So, draft board. Kelsey goes after me, then Hill, Saquon, Bijan, Chubb, Diggs, and Lamb cycle out the first round. And then second round up to my pick, A.J. Brown, Mahomes, J.T., Henry, Pollard, Adams, and St. Brown. So we are at pick 20 right now. Unfortunately, we, we do kind of miss out at pick 20 on that like first tier. We are kind of-ish picking typically into that second tier of player, but... Uh, lucky for us, it looks like one player is left in that first year, and that is Garrett Wilson. Uh, Garrett Wilson is going to be an absolute stud this season. I would not be surprised at all if he's a top three wide receiver. Um, this is a start where it's like, yeah, I have two wide receivers, maybe a little thinner at running back to start off with. But I think there's really good value at running back in the middle rounds this season where there hasn't been at times in previous years. And also, um, I mean, I've opened, opened up a pathway where I might have two top three wide receivers on my team. Uh, two wide receivers I have so much confidence in this season. Uh, and where I see a drop-off there, at running back, honestly, I don't see a massive drop-off to many of the running backs that will get this pick. Um, you could argue, like, obviously, Jacobs would be a great pick here if I knew he was playing. But I don't even know if he's playing, so I don't think there's a huge drop-off into the other ones. Um, my other option besides Garrett Wilson would be to take one of the top-end quarterbacks. So Josh Allen or Hurts, I'm not going to do that in round two. You guys know round three is where I feel comfortable doing that. I could take Mark Andrews, another one where it's like I want round three and I want round two. Uh, or I take Jacobs, I take Stevenson, Najee, Mixon, Etienne, Gibbs. But again, not in love with them either in round two. So we're going to go Cooper Cup, and then we're going to go Garrett Wilson as the top two players. After our pick, Allen's gone, Hertz is gone. Uh, we see Jacob, Stevenson, and Najee go off the board, and we see Waddle, Devonta Smith, and Olave. So we just miss out on getting you know three stud wide receivers there. Uh, T. Higgins would be top after this, but as I've said before, it's not ideal taking your flex as a two wide receiver league. You don't want to take your flex really with that third pick. Um, you can't. That's only one spot basically where you can start T. Higgins here. And that's not amazing. It kind of loses a little bit of flexibility. You'd really want to lean towards the other ones. Lean towards quarterback, running back, tight end. I know technically tight end, quarterback, you're also only starting one. But those are single positions. Like the flex, you'd prefer to leave open as long as possible because you want that flexibility to say, okay, here's a really good value. Um, I want to slide them into the flex spot. I wouldn't say that starting off three wide receivers, it's unlikely at least you get really good value. Like maybe it would have happened where, I don't know, like Jalen Waddle may have fallen to us at this pick and you could consider that really good value, but it would ha- it would probably would have had to have been like, I got a Monter St. Brown at 208 with the Garrett Wilson pick and then Garrett Wilson fell to me at 305. Now I'm like, okay, this is weird. This doesn't usually happen. Maybe I should take this insane value. Uh, so we're not going wide receiver. We're not going quarterback either. I'm not going to take Lamar, Burrow, Fields, Herbert Lawrence, like right after the top three went. So no quarterback, no wide receiver. Mark Andrews would be a really, really good pick for us to make at this spot. Uh, Lock in just an absolute stud at tight end. It would be an RB0 build. Uh, It would be a little bit risky if there's a running back run. But I think we'd be fine because, again, you guys have heard me say plenty of times, I love Gibbs if he's there. I mean, he's probably not going to be there at our pick, but I love Gibbs. Um, I love J.K. Dobbins. 
Pierce. I think James Conner is going to get a ton of touches. I like Rashad White, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, James Cook. And so if I can load up on a lot of them in the three rounds following this one, I think that'll be a smart thing to do. And I don't think there's a huge drop down like like Mixon over them. I don't think that's like a crazy value here. You guys don't know I don't like, you know I don't like uh, Travis Etienne. I'd want Aaron Jones at a better value. So I think Mark Andrews just, we know he's going to be awesome. Let's just take him at this spot. Interesting. Interesting, interesting what I saw on the draft board there. So running backs definitely go. Big run at running back. We just missed out one pick. We probably would have taken Damian Pierce at this pick. He goes at 407. Etienne, Hall, Gibbs, Mixon, Jones, Walker, and Damian Pierce all come off the board. Uh, Lamar and Burrow goes. We're probably not going to end up taking a quarterback at this spot. And then we see Higgins, Metcalf, Debo, Ridley, and Amari Cooper off the board. So Fields, Trevor Lurch, Fields, um, Justin Fields, and uh, Justin Herbert on the board for us. I don't know. I think round five, maybe we can consider that. And it might actually happen because, you know, there's four picks that go by here. Two of them already have a quarterback. So there's only two teams that might take quarterback here. You know, do they both take quarterback or does one of them fall to us in round five? I would definitely take that chance. So no quarterback. We have Mark Andrews. We're not taking another tight end here. Uh, Looking at running back and wide receiver, it makes sense for our team to go running back here. It definitely does. But Keenan Allen is still on the board. And I kind of want to see, like, what is the value of Keenan Allen right now? Keenan Allen should come off the board, I'm saying, at 406. Okay, so actually not that incredible. Um, but it does say before any of the running backs that are left. So the next ranked running back I have is Dobbins. Dobbins isn't until, like, 505. And so there are no really good running back values at this pick. Um, if we look here, no teams overloaded. I was curious if some teams overloaded running backs. So running backs will probably come off the board, but no one's a, a, an amazing pick at this spot part of me wants to take i don't know part of me wants to take keenan allen here and to test out it'd be an rb0 build to a degree it rb0 in my opinion is five rounds um unlikely we would go a full five rounds into this one um but i suppose if we took keenan allen and no one took say like fields or herbert I mean, maybe we would start off like Justin Herbert, Cooper Cup, Garrett Wilson, Keenan Allen, and Mark Andrews. And then we would just draft a ton of high upside running backs, hope to hit on one during the draft, and then hope to hit on you know one in the trade market, one in free agency during the season. But our bench and the rest of our draft would be game planning towards we need to draft running backs that we think can break out the season, which I think we can do a decent job of. Um, and I'm kind of curious to try it out. So I think I'm going to do it. Let's take Keenan Allen. It's a good value. It looks like Fields will be there, so we won't get the stack with um, Herbert, but that's okay. Uh, Miles Sanders, Madison Dobbins come off the board. Uh, only Hopkins and McLaurin, and then we got uh, Justin Herbert and Kittle off the board. So again, we've got Cooper, Garrett Wilson, Keenan Allen, plus Mark Andrews, and we have the option here to take Justin Fields. It's intriguing. Uh, I do have Justin Fields as a mid-fourth round pick. We're in the mid-fifth round or a little bit into the mid-fifth round here. Um, I have him at pick 43. We're at pick 53. So 10 spots of value. And the top running back, I mean, is Akers at 5'10". So still not getting good running back value right now. Oh, I want to test it. Like these mock draft Mondays are for testing things. I want to test out. Let's take Justin Fields, and let's see what we can do for the rest of this draft. Okay, so 
We've started off uh, RB0. I've said many times that you should probably not do it in half EPR leagues. You want to be doing it in leagues. We can start three wide receivers. But I want to test it out here and see how it looks. I think it'd be a really good use case for us. So after our pick, uh, three wide receivers go. DJ Moore, Judy, Drake London. Uh, a bunch of tight ends come off the board. Dallas Goddard, Waller, Pitts, and Ingram all come off the board, which is great news for us because we took Mark Andrews. So we weren't getting a tight end, and a lot came off the board. Uh, Trevor Lawrence goes, of course. And then Akers, James Conner, uh, Swift, Javante Williams, Kamara, and Dalvin Cook. So we do have Rashad White. Um, Rashad White, Dave Montgomery are top two in the rankings. Um, I'm thinking we hope to get both of them. But it wouldn't be that bad if we had to drop down to James Cook. But we definitely want two of Rashad White, Dave Montgomery, and James Cook. So got to kind of play the ADP game on this one. You don't want to reach down. James Cook is actually third in the rankings, so that's fine. But had he been first, it would be smart for us to still take Rashad White. Because if we look at theoretical ADP over here on the left, and I highlight these three, well, there's just a better chance that someone would want Rashad White because he's going just a little bit earlier. Um, I feel like it's possible they get taken. Maybe this team right here um, might not go with a fourth running back by this spot. And this team also has three. So maybe it ends up working out for us, but let's try it. We'll take Rashad White. Oof. And the running backs, do, they do take a fourth running back. Wow. So that team started off. Jefferson Waddle. They now have Stevenson, Madison, Dobbins, and Cook. And now they have Deshaun Watson as well. So not a bad build, but I would say that's, I don't know, a little bit running back heavy. But we need running back. We just missed out on Dave Montgomery. We don't get James Cook. We don't get Pacheco. Uh, Watson, Godwin, Lockett, and Ayuk also come off the board. And then so does Deshaun Watson, as I said before. So no quarterback, no tight end force for the rest of the draft. And uh, wide receivers need to be a pretty good value for us to be considering them. We have seen a significant drop off at the wide receiver, the the running back position. So just missing out on on uh, Dave Montgomery killed us there. Like we had a chance if we could have locked him up, we'd have had a phenomenal start to this draft, and I would have been very pumped about having that at running back one, running back two. Now it is risky. Like we are very late into running back. I want to pull up the running back only rankings right now, just so that we uh have those up and we can kind of walk through those a little bit easier top one i have is gibson right next to him is aj dillon no need to play adp game both of them are not going to be there in the next pick we've got a long uh time before our next one um herbert they're saying is the top running back um not in love with herbert right now um i know the snaps like yes he's getting a lot of those first team snaps Roshan still looks very, very good. He's very clearly going to have a role this season. And so if that's going to happen, Herbert feels like a player that might start off getting 16, 17 touches per game, mostly on the ground. And that'll slowly drop closer to like 13, 14, mostly on the ground. It just doesn't feel like someone that's going to peak late. He's going to peak kind of early, uh, which is honestly fine for our build because given what we have, I mean, it's okay to peak early because that's a position we're figuring out, right? Like we're trying to figure out who's going to be the running back on the bench that breaks out, uh, who's going to be our extra pieces we can trade for some running back talent, who's someone on free agency we can pick up. Like that would be our thought process early in the season. And so if we can start the year, I guess, with Khalil Herbert, um, you know, being 
our running back two here, just because I know Herbert's going to start the season decent. He's going to. Um, that actually probably makes him a decent pick for our build. And since he's top by ADP, I'm just, I know he's not going to be there the next pick, so why not take him and see what we can get after that? So I think that, I think that makes the most sense for my team to do. Then, of course, for the second consecutive round, we missed out by one on Dave Montgomery. We missed out on one uh, with Antonio Gibson there. So that really stinks. Uh, Boatload of wide receivers was great because we didn't want wide receiver at this pick. Uh, I'm not going to list them all off, but, I mean, two, four, six, eight, eleven wide receivers come off the board. Again, fantastic for us. Uh, running back. After him, um, I guess... I only have Pirine for one fewer point than Gibson, so that's totally fine. Uh, I made a video on Samaja Pirine, uh, you know, just talking about how um, they want to and are going to utilize multiple running backs this season. Absolutely, Denver is going to utilize multiple running backs. Um, Pirine is going to have a large workload. We're hoping they're going to be a much improved offense this season. Uh, he finished as well. He's running back 36 off the top of my head last year, and he's going to get more touches this year. Um, he's just a quality all-around running back, and if anything did happen to um, Javonta Williams, then, I mean, he's going to be really, really good. Uh, so good guy to have on the bench here. Uh, still looking at the running back position. Don't want Harris. Don't want McKinnon. A-Chain's fine. Had that injury, and he's really not like the starter yet. So he's not a great pick for what we're doing. We need people who might have a chance to start um, a little bit earlier. Um, we like Mostert. We like Jalen Warren. We like Gainwell, Tank Bigsby, Zeke. Um, Roshan later, but we took Herbert. But honestly, I guess that would be fine to do. And you would just say if one of them get hurt, gets hurt, like the other one's gonna be good. And since we didn't spend a lot of draft capital on him, you don't really care, right? If if Roshan gets hurt, Herbert's gonna increase in value. Now he's a great pick at running back two. If Herbert gets hurt, well, we just replace that running back two with Roshan. We can kind of just like you know get whoever works out there. Uh, there is a world where neither one of them work out for sure. Uh, we're at least opening a path to you know another another outcome here for running back. Um, those are the ones you're probably most intrigued with. Zamir White could be a really good one if the Jacobs holdout happens into the season. Well, Zamir White right right now is going to be like a, not a featured back, but he's going to have a ton of touches early on. Um, so that could be a really good one for our build. Um, maybe Kendra Miller, if, you know, this Kamara suspension first three weeks, maybe Miller goes out there, has, you know, 10, 12 touches per game early in the season. That could benefit us. Um, but I don't see a ton that's amazing. I mean, of course, you've got like Kareem Hunt if he signs with the Colts, if he signs with the Vikings. Um, there was one other team that was a decent landing spot for him. Uh, but a few different landing spots for him could be fine. But not with this pick. Uh, so going back to this pick, I don't know 100% what I want to do. I know I need running back, but I don't want probably the top six running backs. I don't think I want A-chain with this pick. I don't want top six running backs and... I don't think six running backs are going to come off the board. I mean, that hasn't happened at this turn. It happened in this round. It didn't happen in this turn. It'd be, like, close to happening, but I think now with, like, you know, potentially backup quarterbacks going, a few more tight ends might come off the board. Uh, I think with just other positions, I don't think all six are going to go. So I think I'm going to have my choice in the next round between, like, you know, like Mostert, Warren, Tank Bigsby, and I might be able to get two of them at the next round and the one after that. And so I don't want to take it with this pick. And so I think I should just lock up Elijah Moore. Um, obviously, a wide receiver you guys know I really like this season. Take him. Get another wide receiver locked into this team. It did work out. Um, I don't think one of the ones we'd mentioned went off the board for running back. Running backs were... Okay, Zeke was off the board. But Harris, A-Chain, Mitchell, uh, McKinnon, and Zeke come off the board. A quarterback, some defense. Um, 
and then some uh, some other wide receivers. So it works out for us. War I have the rankings among the ones that I just clicked as Warren, then Bigsby, then Mostert, then Gainwell, then Roshan, and then um, Zamir. With Zamir being like pretty well at the back. Um, and I don't think playing the ADP game makes any sense here. I, I actually, I really, really, really like Jalen Warren this season. Um, it's pretty clear that they're going to give him, like they want to run the ball a ton, and they're actually going to be a decent offense. I gave them an extra like two touchdowns, I think, over the weekend. Um, because, I, I don't know, like they're they're performing really well. Uh, they've got a lot of talent on this team. Maybe Kenny Pickett holds them back, but I, I boosted them two touchdowns overall in the year, and it kind of boosted up all of the players, obviously, because I signed two more touchdowns. Um, but they're like going to use Warren on third downs. They're going to use him a lot on early downs, and he's obviously the the ultimate you know upside piece of if we had an injury to Najee. Now we've got Warren as a featured running back, and I should probably have that upside with all these picks. So we take Warren. All of our options are still here because only Algier and Devin Singletary come off the board at running back. A few wide receivers come off the board as well. So now we have the pick between basically it'd be Mostert or Tank Bigsby, which one we prefer. Um, I actually think I have Tank first, but I think Mostert makes more sense again for our build. I want to get as many running backs that I think can have an early season role as possible because I don't know. Like maybe Rashad White ends up busting. Maybe Herbert doesn't have as strong a role in the first few weeks as we think. But if I take him, I take someone like um, Kareem or Kareem uh, Raheem Mostert. I think those two players will have a role early on. If I'm wrong on one, I at least have the other one. Um, it seems like Mostert's the lead back. Mostert's going to have a role in the receiving game. And if Mostert's the number one running back on Miami, there's a real world where I start him at running back two in week one. I actually don't know what the week one rosters are right now or like the, you know, who's playing who. But Mostert's going to have a role to start the year. I don't think that A-Chain's going to step in in week one and have very many touches. So it's probably going to be Mostert and Jeff Wilson leading that backfield with Mostert as the 1A. And to get a 1A in an RB0 build, that's huge. It's going to buy me just a few weeks. So I think Mostert's the play here. We're not going to get some of those other running backs. As you see, they come off the board. Uh, but that's honestly fine because we only actually have three more picks until we're done. And I might only take like one more running back in general. Um, of course, what happens, uh, again, it's been tough for us in this draft. Uh, the four picks before mine go Tank Bigsby, Aaron Rodgers, Gainwell, and Roshan. I would have taken any of those running backs at this pick. All come off the board. Three of the four picks before us. So let's recap our team here. Starting lineup, Fields. Uh, Rashad White, Khalil Herbert, Cup, Garrett Wilson, Mark Andrews, Keenan Allen. Haven't done defense yet. That'll be the last pick. Bench so far uh, for running backs is P. Ryan, Warren, and Mostert. And we only have Elijah Moore at wide receiver. So we will need probably, honestly, two more wide receivers. Two more wide receivers, one running back, and a defense. That's how we will end off this draft. So at wide receiver, who's standing out to us here? Been backing off Nico, backing off um, Rondell, uh, Tank Big, Tank Pigsby, Tank uh, Dell, Nathaniel Dell. Uh, seems like he might have a decent role. He had a little bit of tightness in playing that last preseason game, but I'm not confident that Nico is going to be like the clear target hog in this offense. I've been backing off him a little bit. Backing off Rondell Moore because he's only playing the slot still. It looks like they're going to start the season starting 
um, Michael Wilson as the wide receiver two on the outside, which makes Wilson a great pick later in drafts, but Rondell, not a good pick. So I, I really wouldn't be drafting Rondell right now. Um, Mooney's fine. Mooney's a perfectly fine pick to make. Uh, and honestly, like Nico still is like a fine pick to make here. Uh, Zay Jones is fine. Michael Gallup, fine. Um, Alec Pierce, Van, um, Parker late, Mingo late. Uh, obviously, you know, I like, you know, Marvin Mims. Um, I would say that's it for redraft league. I think that's what you need to go to. Um, and for me not being confident in Nico, I mean, he is still going to be like, you know, close to hundred percent snap share and he's still, I'm not even gonna check the rankings. I'm pretty confident. He is still the top wide receiver left on the board right now. So we'll take him. Um, we'll take, honestly, given the running back room right now and given what we need, Let's take a shot on Zamir. Hope that uh, Jacobs holds out this season and then we get, maybe we're starting Zamir at running back two in this one. Uh, and then I would say Pierce probably makes the most sense for us. I don't know that he can be a high-end starter is the thing. I think Pierce has a lot of weekly upside. I want to take a wide receiver with this pick that I think has long, like season-long upside that like you know could be someone I'm starting in the flex if I have an injury to cup. Garrett Wilson or Keenan Allen. Um, I don't think that's Rondell. I don't think that's Pierce. I don't think that's Van Jefferson either. Who could it be though? I mean, Osborne, maybe, maybe if he's got a good role, but I don't think that'll happen. Uh, Mingo, does he become the wide receiver one for the Panthers? Maybe. Um, I, I don't know that it's Mims, but honestly, I might just take Mims because the path would basically be, yeah, if there's an injury to, um, like, he's already the number three, so he's already going to see plenty of playing time. If he can develop into a deep threat, and if he, or he's a deep threat, if he can develop into, like, you know, more than uh, just getting those looks, and you have an injury to Judy, you have an injury to Sutton, which has happened, like, literally every single year um, of their careers, like, one of them has gotten injured, um, he's a two on what should be a good offense with a good deep ball quarterback. So I think he actually does make the most sense to take here. Uh, and then defense, um, I can pull up the defense rankings, give you guys a sneak peek into who that would be. Um, the top defense, all right. Uh, 49ers are obviously going to be gone. Dallas will probably be gone, right? Yeah. Uh, it's 49ers, Dallas, Bills, not on the board. Saints, Eagles, Broncos. Saints, Eagles, Broncos look to not be on the board. Uh, Patriots, Jaguars, Ravens after that. Patriots, the Jaguars right here. All right. Eh, I don't know. I feel like I should change that ranking on the Jaguars. I don't have a ton of confidence in the Jaguars defense. It's their schedule. They have one of the easier schedules, and they have a very high-scoring offense. And so sometimes the defense doesn't need to be amazing if you're playing mediocre teams and your offense is doing great it's kind of like the kansas city effect uh but if it's the kansas city effect like maybe i should just take kansas city kansas city has a really tough schedule as well are the colts on the board they are nah they scare me a little bit though because like if richardson turns the ball over it's hunter doesn't do good that's not gonna be great for their defense hmm I probably shouldn't put this much thought into it, but let's just take KC. I want the KC effect, especially those home games. Uh, but I should definitely look early in the season who they're definitely playing. All right, here's the roster. 
We tried RB0. Um, I would argue that it didn't go fantastic because we just missed out on some value. What I kind of want to do is blow through almost two more mock drives, but very, very quickly. So I want to go back to the Bijan pick. I want to go back instead of Bijan take cut, and then I'm just going to go through and think in my head real fast who we would have taken, see if, like, we don't really care about the team grade because, like, theoretically, I'm one of these experts. My rankings haven't been in there since, like, May. So, like, my grade goes into this, but I probably give us a terrible grade, right? So I don't fully trust that. But uh, starting roster uh, is Fields, Rashad White, Khalil Herbert, Cup, Garrett Wilson, Mark Andrews, Keenan Allen, Chiefs, and then we've got Pirine, Elijah Moore, Jalen Warren, Mostert, Nico Collins, Zamir White, and Marvin Mims. Okay, let's edit. Let's go back. I think this is how you would do it. I don't want to screw this up, though. Okay, good. I can redo this pick. Open this up here. Open the cheat sheet, and we're going to fly through this. We're going to take Bijan instead at that first pick. We would have taken Garrett Wilson after that. We would have taken Mark Andrews in the third round. Fourth round, we would have taken Keenan out. So everything's the same except for Bijan instead of Cooper Cup. Uh, fifth round, I would have still taken Justin Fields at this pick. Sixth round, I probably would have still taken Rashad White. And this is, see, and this is why we do the mock drafts as well. Uh, this is what a lot of you are kind of talking about with the Bijan pick here. This is what you want to get to, not necessarily with um, you know, Fields and, and Mark Andrews here. Like you could have taken like other players there. You could have not had a quarterback. That's totally fine. Um, you want to get to this sort of build though and have flex open to just take the top player. Um, top player here is likely Christian Kirk, but I'm actually not a hundred percent sure on that. Um, it could be Deontay. Let's see. Um, in that range, it is Kirk. At 170, Deontay is 161. So it is Christian Kirk uh, top there. Oh, I clicked Deontay. All right, so we'll take Christian Kirk as our flex. After that, um, not 100% sure I would have made the Cleo Herbert pick. But wide receiver is not standing out. So I probably would have taken Herbert, taken Elijah Moore after that like we did. After that, I still would not have taken those running backs. I would have looked at the wide receiver position and been like, let's just take top wide receiver. And so that's Rashad Bateman. Um, then I would have looked at wide receiver and not been in love with it and just taken the top running back, which would have been Jalen Warren because we wouldn't have needed the Mostert pick there. Um, although I think I took Mostert over uh, Tank Bigsby at that one. I would have then taken Tank Bigsby after that. Um I don't remember what I... Oh, I think um, Nico may have been on the board. He's not on the board in this one. So top wide receiver, I would have... I'm not sure what I would have done. Because I don't think I would have gone after Zamir with this pick. Because we wouldn't have really needed that breakout upside for running back. He'd be close to the top of the rankings, though. What I probably would have done is said, I, I don't care between Zamir and Spears. I would be fine with either one of them. And so I would have just wanted to take the top wide receiver. And so I probably would have done Marvin Mims. Okay, both of them go off the board. And then I would have probably just taken a shot on Jerome Ford. Like I think Jerome Ford's still top running back. 
and then we would go down here and still take the cheese. Okay, so how does the team differ? Um, I always mess this up too, 88, so much better score. Um, I always mess this up. I should have screenshotted. Uh, you guys can go back in time. Obviously, you're watching this on YouTube. You can go back in time and see what the team was. I should have screenshotted and then held both teams up here. But the new team now is Fields, Bijan, Rashad White, Garrett Wilson, Keenan Allen, Mark Andrews, Christian Kirk, Chiefs defense, and then the bench is Clue Herbert, Elijah Moore, Rashad Bateman, Jalen Warren, Tank Bigsby, Marvin Jones, and Jerome Ford. This is definitely a less risky option. Um, it's going to look a lot better, but number one, we don't know what those running backs, maybe some of the running backs I drafted, like maybe I could have easily started um, Mostert in those first few weeks and he would have done really good. And it would have been worth upgrading Christian Kirk to Cooper Cup. I mean, realistically, there's going to be what, like a 10, 12 point difference in that projection in week one. That's going to be a big difference is downgrading from Cooper Cup to Christian Kirk in the starting lineup. Um, but yeah, uh, let me know your thoughts on the difference there on those two teams, which team you like more. But that's kind of the decision you're making with Bijan and Cooper Cup is you got to go through, do a ton of mock drafts. See how the teams turn out for each one. And if you just like the build more when you're drafting um, Bijan over, over Cup, take Bijan. All right. For the uh, standard scoring crowd, we are very quickly going to go through. And we are going to do a standard scoring mock draft. Again, it's going to be a quick one. I'll pull up the rankings for standard scoring leagues right now. Okay. High draft to players. First round, uh, Jefferson, McCaffrey, Chase, Kelsey, Chubb, Eckler, Hill, and Cup. Uh, Bijan is not drafted. I know he's going to have a ton of receptions. He, he is like a good pick in uh, full PBR formats. Uh, he's going to be good in general. You want to lock up running backs in the first round, you take Bijan Robinson at that pick. Uh, quick turnaround. Uh, a few wide receivers go. Mahomes goes. Saquon goes. Um, would not be against a double running back start here. Uh, you are basically either taking Derrick Henry or Tony Pollard. I don't have a strong lean. Um, you don't need to play the ADP game because they will not be there at the next pick. Uh, it's basically just who do you prefer. Um, I think Derrick Henry probably just fits the mold a little bit better of, you know, going to be very, very good in a standard scoring format. So strong start for us. Bijan, Derrick Henry. It's a very good start in standard. At our next pick, um, we're not going to take tight end because Hawkinson's the top one on the board. We're not going to take quarterback because the top four are already gone. Uh, we should start to look at wide receiver, but realistically, we should still be glancing at running back and just seeing if we're going to get any really good values. Um, looks like Mixon's the top value on the board. I uh, have him at 307. We're at 309, so not a significant value. Um, wide receiver top value is Debo Samuel. Um, I have him right after that. And I do actually think it makes a little bit more sense for our team to, to grab Debo here, grab that top wide receiver. We don't need to go with that third uh, into the flex spot. Next pick, Amari Cooper is still on the board. That feels that feels like value we probably shouldn't pass up. Um, they're having it at eight picks of value. We could, yeah, we should ju just take Amari Cooper. That's just a, a good pick. So we're starting off Bijan, Derrick Henry, Debo, and Amari Cooper. Very, very strong. Um, quarterback does matter a lot in standard scoring because you're just getting fewer points from everyone else, but quarterback doesn't go down in points. Uh, so their value kind of does increase a little bit. I have Trevor Lawrence more as like a, you know, about five picks uh, back from his value right now, but 
I'm a little bit scared if I pass on Lawrence. I'm not going to get that good of a quarterback. Um, though, at this turn here, maybe I will. Because Burrow and Mahomes, so I'm the 9 pick. Picks 10, 11, 12. 10 and 11 have Burrow and Mahomes, so they're not going to take him. So it's only one person that I'm fading here taking Trevor Lawrence. I think that might be worth taking a shot on. If we don't take him, um, looks like Mike Williams would be our top pick. So we take Mike Williams, get that flex spot in there. Um, we could take Akers, though. Akers is a better pick for us, and I think that's who I would rather go with. Ah, Lawrence comes off the board, but Williams doesn't. So why don't we do that? We'll do Akers. We'll do Mike Williams. We have a very even build. Running back, we've got Bijan, Henry, and Akers. We've got Debo, Amari, and Mike Williams at wide receiver. We're very, very strong at both of those positions. Pitts is an option here. Mike Evans kind of stands out to me. Uh, a typical, you know, standard scoring monster, Mike Evans. Uh, have him at seven spots of value right now. So that's definitely standing out. Khalil Herbert is much better in standard scoring. Because we know the receptions won't be there, but... The carries will, and so he's not a bad pick at this spot. Um, Brian Robinson, not a bad pick. Rashad Penny, if you think he breaks out. Uh, Samaja Pirine. Okay. We don't have quarterback yet, but I'm not going to be the first. So the quarterbacks kind of went. Tua, Daniel Jones, Kirk Cousins, Geno, Rogers, Richardson, Goff, Wilson. Like, I don't really care which one of those I get. Um, I think what I want to do is grab Mike Evans. Oof, I did not think that many running backs would come off the board. Oh, they all go. So we had the short turn, but Herbert, Brian Robinson, and Penny all come off the board. That kind of stinks, but we should just take top running back here. Would it be P. Ryan or actually would it be Charbonnet? I'm actually not 100% sure there. Let's see. Have to go to the next page for that one. Scroll to the top. Okay, well, I have P. Ryan at 123.1. Uh, Charbonnet at 121.2. So, a little bit of a lean on Samaja Pirine. Gabe Davis, though. Where am I? In standard scoring, Gabe Davis is a really strong pick here. I might just load out wide receiver in this one. I mean, Gabe Davis in standard, I have as a late sixth round pick. We're in the eighth round. Let's just take him. Take Gabe. I'm okay missing out on that running back pick because, again, I have... Bijan and Derrick Henry. I'm not going to be starting, you know, Samaj P. Ryan over those two. Uh, and I've still got Cam Akers. Wide receivers, awesome on the bench as well, even. But like Debo, Amari Cooper, Mike Williams, Mike Evans, and Gabe. We've got really strong options specifically in standard. These are not PPR monsters. You know, Evans, Gabe, Mike, Debo, they are not going to go out there and have 100 receptions but they're going to have a high yards perception. They're going to have high touchdown upside, yardage upside. That's what we want in standard scoring. Uh, Pitts is still on the board. It's Pitts, Goddard, and Pat are all on the board right now. And I think we kind of have to take one of them, because especially when we get down to this lower end tight ends and standard scoring, it'll be really, really gross for touchdowns. Like We're going to be praying for like, Four touchdowns from these people. At least, you know, Kyle Pitts has upside this season. Um, I do not trust their team to utilize him correctly. I'm almost positive that they will not use him correctly. Uh, but he's got too much upside 
like if he hits, he really benefits our team more than waiting and getting like Dulcich or Schultz or Higby or Clement praying as a few weeks where they do something. Uh, after that pick, quarterback probably makes a lot of sense for us to go to. Um, again, I feel pretty confident when we have a running back and wide receiver. I could definitely go with our, you know, Mostert, Jalen Warren, Zeke, Bigsby. I could definitely go with those options, but I think one of them will be there our next pick. Um, it's a long ways away, but I think one of them could be. Uh, no, we shouldn't. Because I don't care too much between Daniel Jones. I want Daniel Jones, but Daniel Jones, Cousins, Geno, Rogers, Richardson. I do find with any of them, I don't think all of them are coming off the board. So let's take our top running back. Um, I don't actually know the ranking in standard scoring. I feel like I know the other scoring formats a little bit better. Um, standard scoring, it's still going to be Warren. Okay. Uh, it'd be Warren, then Tank, then Mostert. So we'll take that. All the running backs do go. And, of course, the one quarterback we wanted uh, goes a few picks before us. Uh, Zeke goes a few picks before us as well. Um, Tank goes to pick after. But I think that was sharp to do. Because I know we locked up those two, like Bijan and Derrick Henry. But Cam Akers, I'm not like sold on. I think he's great in standard because I don't think he's going to have many receptions, a lot on the ground. Uh, but after that, we only only having Warren, like we, we did need to add a little bit of depth there. Um, might want to skip out on quarterback again because all these three teams already have one. I don't think all three are going to draft a backup. And even if they do, there's four quarterbacks that I want. So might as well just take a top running back again. And in standard scoring, that would definitely be Roshan Johnson, clear upside this season. Um, no quarterbacks go. So given that all of these teams have one, this team has two. I think you wait again. You force everyone to take two quarterbacks. If they really want to do that, that's fine. Um, you know, force the teams that have fields, Herbert, Allen, Hurts, force them to take another quarterback that they're just going to leave on their bench uh, and just load up. Just just grab another position we feel good about. Unless we look here and we don't see anything that we want. Um, but I like Kenneth Gainwell enough. Even in standard scoring, I, I feel like I like him enough to be someone that could get work this season. And after him, it's kind of gross. We could actually handcuff Tajay, though. And we only have two bench spots. So we could theoretically take our top quarterback, get the handcuff and Tajay in the next round, and then take our top wide receiver. And safety-wise, that probably makes a little bit more sense than, than risking teams doing a quarterback run and getting worse value there. Um, top quarterback is going to be uh, Kirk Cousins. All right. Oh. They took Tajay. Wow. Okay. So before our pick, uh, literally the, what, seven picks before us are Chuba, Zamir, Gus, Jerome, Spears, Clyde, and then uh, Higby. So a ton of running backs come off the board. Um, this, I mean, this pick doesn't matter too much. It's so unlikely you're actually using this pick. This would be shoot for the moon. Uh, see what happens. You're probably just using this running back selection on uh, your first drop when someone breaks out that we weren't expecting them to break out in a free agency. Uh, so shoot for the moon. Who's someone that could surprise us in week one and be really, really good? Theoretically, Patterson, but I already have too many Falcons on this team. I probably shouldn't do that. And it would be because Bichon got hurt, and that's definitely not what we want on this team. Um, ew. Like, I don't I don't think it's Chase Brown. I don't think it's Izzy. I guess Ty Chandler? 
if the Vikings don't sign another running back, I mean, it probably at this point of the offseason, it's probably Fournette. I would say it's Fournette. Fournette has the best chance of gaining value. He could be nothing, but, you know, what if a team, you know, that has a running back injury? Someone tears their ACL, maybe uh, they don't trust Zamir over in uh, Vegas and they want um, they want Fournette to be their guy. Just tell a story, and I think Fournette's story is better than most of these other running backs. Uh, what position should we actually take here? Bijan, Henry, Akers, Warren, Roshan, and Fournette. Okay, we have six running backs. That's probably enough. We have five wide receivers. It is standard, so theoretically you'd lean running back, but I don't think we need to go five and seven. Let's just even it out six and six. Um, wouldn't actually be a bad move um, to take either... Anthony Richardson or to take like a, a Juwan Johnson, a Sam Laporta, someone like that. Um, if you really liked like Luke Musgrave, um, just take a backup tight end. Like what if Pitts really does just like, you know, he's a great player. That's not in debate. What if he does just like not get the role? Like they're just keeping him in the block. They're not putting him on the field. Like what if that does happen? Um, I think the better scenario is take Richardson. See if in week one, he has 10 carries for hundred yards and two touchdowns. And everyone wants him in fantasy, and now you flip him uh, because you can keep Kirk Cousins. Or if him and Kirk Cousins both do well, because Kirk Cousins could throw like the most pass attempts in the NFL this season. Um, keep them both, trade one of them. Honestly, that might be good. Or we can stream. We can stream those two positions, and then uh, we'll take... Oh, no, this is Saints. Did I miss the Saints in the last one, by the way? If the Saints were there, I would draft the Saints in the leagues just because of uh, the potential for their schedule. 96. One of our better grades in this one. Um... Starting lineup, Kirk Cousins, Bijan, Derrick Henry, Debo, Amari Cooper, Kyle Pitts, Cam Akers, and the Saints. Bench, Mike Williams, Mike Evans, Gabe Davis, Jalen Warren, Roshan, Fournette, and Anthony Richardson. I actually do think that's a very, very, very strong team and standard. So, very long video. Hope that was helpful for everyone. Uh, let me know your thoughts in the comment section below. And if you have any questions, come to the live stream tomorrow night, 6.30 Eastern. I'll do an underdog draft. I'll answer any questions you guys come with. So, come with plenty of those. And again, if you want the rankings for free, if you sign up for underdog using promo code FFA and then make a minimum $10 deposit the following morning, you can email from me with the login information to get all of our draft rankings and then all the underdog content for free. That, my friends, is in this one. Hope you all enjoyed. If you did, hop a hang the like button and hop up subscribe to the channel if you're new here. Thanks for watching.